Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message, hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy is doing well. Boy, I hope that you're having a blessed day today. I hope you had a blessed Sunday. I hope that if you went to service that you heard the word and the word is just ministering to your soul right now. Hallelujah. Well, I had a wonderful time with the church with Pastor Nathan. Boy, did he preach, boy. He always got the Holy Spirit on him. He's always rocking the mic. Hey, family, I just want to let you know, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, guess what is on God's heart and mind as well. Let me tell you something. God is good all the time. Guess what? Sometimes, even in the struggles that we have, if we think that God has forgotten about us, let me tell you something. God is good. God is always working because guess what? Let me tell you something. Today, we're going to be talking about the wrong look at the cross. Okay, we're going to be in Isaiah 53. We're going to be looking at this prophecy. It's like 750 years before Christ is born. It's going to talk about him when he comes and on the cross. But let me tell you something. When Jesus was on the cross, a lot of people was looking at him like saying, hey, he was this man of great authority, but he can't save himself because they had the wrong view of the cross. They didn't realize Jesus wasn't trying to save himself. He was trying to save the world. Hallelujah. I'm pumped up, family. I hope you're pumped up with me. Let me tell you something. You got to know this. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he's rewarded those that do to seek him. Sometimes, family, you're going to go through some obstacles. You're going to go through some trials. It's going to seem like, guess what? It ain't working. Because guess what? Today, I'm talking about Isaiah. But tomorrow, we're going to be in 2 Timothy chapter 3. And guess what? I'm going to be talking about when Paul had encouraged Timothy to let them know, hey, guess what? It ain't an easy road being a Christian. Let me tell you something. Hey, family, understand this. There's always oppositions when you believe. Understand, it's going to be things that's going to come at you that's going to try to knock you off your feet. It's going to make you want to give up on God and think that God can't do what the word of God says. Understand this. The word, guess what? It's his last will and testament. Guess what? It's his testimony about who he is what he came, the reason why he came, and what was done and what was received. Understand this. After Jesus defeated Satan, he gave us the right to be called children of God. You have the right. I have the right to say, Abba, Father. Let me tell you something. I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to understand this, family. You got to know, and you just got to keep on hoping and trusting and believing that you know that God cares for you and he's fighting for you. Uh, one of the things I've been doing lately, I've been talking to my friend, Daryl, and we've been talking and having dialogue about trusting God. And guess what? I want to talk about trusting God, knowing that God is on the throne. Hallelujah. So let me tell you something. Like I said, uh, I'll be looking at Isaiah 53. Guess what? And we're going to be looking at the wrong view because when people saw Jesus on the cross, they thought he was defeated. They didn't know that he had victory. Let me tell you something, family. You got victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus said this, ask the Father anything in my name, he would do it for you. Did you hear? That's Jesus. That's his testimony about his Father. Family, I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to know that God is fighting for you. Let me tell you something, family. I thank y'all for taking time out your busy world to hear what the Lord is saying to me. Boy, y'all really been a blessing. Y'all keep me encouraged. Y'all keep me inspired to keep on searching for God. Keep looking for him. You know what the Bible says? It says, Seek you the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Let me tell you something, family. I'm searching for God every day. Hallelujah. I'm looking for God to come through. Hallelujah. I'm trusting God. Like I told you, family, in 2022, family, we're going to be a family that's always seeking 
and looking towards God to turn around things in our lives. I'm believing that God is going to answer your prayers and my prayers. Do you believe that, family? I believe it. I'm pumped up today. I got something to say. Let me tell you something, family. You got to know that God sits on the throne, that guess what? He sits high and looks low. Let me tell you something. Sometimes you have to go to that street called Knee Street and then come up on Hallelujah Boulevard because God is a way maker. Let me tell you something. God can make a way out of nowhere. Let me tell you something. I don't care what people are telling you or people are saying. Let me tell you something. Trust in God. Let me tell you something. The children of Israel, like they was, it was all over as they was walking towards the Red Sea. But guess what? You know what God did, family? He parted that Red Sea. The water went here and there. You know, that's what God did. You know, family, I want to tell you something. I love talking about y'all. I love just uh, letting people know how good and wonderful my family is, my friends. I thank y'all, family, because y'all have just encouraged me to keep the hope alive in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. You know, we got a following. Guess what? We on, like, uh, if you have Facebook, guess what? We on Facebook. If you got YouTube, we on YouTube. Let me tell you something. If you got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Transistor FM, we are on them stations just as well. I want to tell you that guess what? God is good. God is wonderful. God is great. Let me tell you something, family. I like talking about y'all, and I want you to let you know I'm proud of y'all. I'm believing God's going to show up in your life. So now if you uh, listen to the podcast show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Transistor FM, whatever your host station, this is where we've been heard at. Okay, we have been heard in the United States, in the state of Illinois, which is my home state. Guess what? I reside in the state of Illinois. Uh, uh, we have the state of Texas as part of the family, the state of Massachusetts, the state of South Carolina, the state of Florida, the state of New Jersey, the state of New York, the state of Louisiana, the state of Ohio, the state of Indiana, the state of Alabama, the state of Pennsylvania, the state of Minnesota, the state of Colorado, the state of California, the state of Missouri, the state of Virginia, the state of North Carolina, the state of Maryland, the state of Georgia, the state of Connecticut, the state of Arkansas, the state of Wisconsin, the state of Tennessee, the state of Oklahoma, the state of Michigan, the state of Kansas, the state of Iowa, the state of Arizona. Guess what, family? I ain't done that yet because God is good. Hallelujah. Get pumped up with me, family. Hey, we got some countries to thank. I like to thank the country of Australia, the country of Spain, the country of Sweden, the country of Russia, the country of Germany, the country of United Kingdom, the country of Iran, the country of Japan, the country of the Philippines, the country of Puerto Rico, the country of Canada, the country of South Africa, the country of Uganda, the country of Thailand, the country of New Zealand, the country of Mexico, the country of Ireland, the country of Finland, the country of Ecuador, the country of Chile, the country of Switzerland, the country of Brazil, and the country of Belgium. But guess what, family? And we ain't done that yet. So let's go over and talk about this family that we got on Facebook. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, family. Well, God has a way of multiplying. Let me tell you something, boy. If you seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness, let me tell you something, boy. God has a plan for your life. He has a plan for my life. All we got to do is just hearken to the word of God. Hallelujah. Now, if you watch us on Facebook, hey, I'd like to thank the United States of America again. I'd like to thank the country of Nigeria, the country of Ghana, the country of India, the country of the Philippines, the country of Kenya, the country of Bangladesh, the country of Cameroon, the country of South Africa, and the Dominican Republic. Hey, that's family right there, family. Let me tell you something, boy. This family's growing all the time. Let me tell you something, family. Let me tell you something. The word is true. Guess what? God is real. Hallelujah. He said it in his word. Boy, he'll do it. Let me tell you something, family. Whatever's going on in your life, know that God cares for you. And I'm always going to tell you, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, guess what? It's on God's heart and mind as well. Don't you get discouraged. You keep on trusting. You keep on believing. You keep fighting the good fight of faith. See, won't God come through for you? Boy, let me tell you something. God got a good left. He got a good right. Hallelujah, family. So let's pray. 
Oh, precious Father, name is Jesus Christ. We just thank you for the day. Father, I ask you to bless the people who listen to the podcast show, Father, and those who don't. I ask you to bless the people all around the world, Father. We pray for the peace of Ukraine, that there be peace between them and Russia. But, Father, not just them, but where there's rumors of wars and wars, Father. We pray for the city violence in Chicago, all over the United States, all over the world, Father. We ask you to send godly men, godly women into these communities, Father, to help the children, Father. We pray for the widows, the orphans, the poor, Father. We pray, Father, for all those in the hospital who need a just by the Holy Spirit. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit, Father. But guess what, Father? We ask you to bless these people, Father. We ask you to bless those who are incarcerated, Father. Give them second chances. Give them opportunities as they come out, Father. Let there be a Joseph come out. In Jesus' name, amen. Fam, I told you I'm pumped up. Let me tell you something, boy. Isaiah 53. This happened maybe like 750 years before Jesus come on earth. But guess what? But when Jesus was on the cross, guess what? It was some people down there. They was railing Jesus. They was like, hey, you save yourself. Can't you save yourself? You save others. Can't you do this? Can't you do that? Guess what? Jesus just talked to God on that cross. You know what? Jesus was talking to God on the cross. He was saving people. He had two malefactors, one on each side. One said, hey, hey we deserve what we got. The other guy said, hey, man, hey, he can't do. And guess what? The guy who said, hey. We deserve what we do. He said, hey, but when you come into your kingdom, hey, can I come? Jesus said, you'll be there with me today. Let me tell you something. Jesus was working on the cross. Hallelujah. As all the people was just yelling at him, you no, know, Jesus said, he, this is what he said to him. He said this, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Did you understand that? He had none but love and compassion for them. Hallelujah. Even on the cross being nailed, being pierced inside, he's praying and asking God to do wonderful things. All the time while the father has turned his back on him, he's steady interceding for people, family. So let me tell you something, family. We're going to be in Isaiah 53. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Boy, I want you to see, hey, they had the wrong view of the cross. They didn't know that Jesus was going to defeat Satan, that he was going to give me, you, and the right to become children of God, the right to say, Abba, which means father. We have a right to crown to God. We have a right to expect from God. Did you hear that, family? Boy, I'm pumped up. So, hey, I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. We're going to be in verse 1. Hallelujah. I got the word with me. I'm ready to go. Hallelujah. Here we go. It says this. Who has delivered our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? Jesus. That's who he revealed it to. Check it out, family. He said, my servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot, like a root in a dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance. Nothing to attract us to him. Let me tell you something. Could you imagine, you got, you come to earth and you say, hey, guess what? I'm just going to be plain. I ain't going to make myself to be nothing. I said it. Jesus came as a servant. He came to deliver me and you from the hands of the enemy. That was his purpose. That was his job. He fulfilled what the father wanted him to do. Let me tell you something, family. You got to know how much God loved you. It says in John chapter three, God to love the world. That he gave his one and only begotten son. Did you know that? So that you and I will live in eternity with him. Hallelujah. He, We got the right right now on earth to say, hey, daddy, I need you. Hallelujah. You got to say it sometimes. I'm saying it. Daddy, I need you. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead on. Let's check it out, family. It says he was despised and rejected. This is verse three. He was despised and rejected. A man of sorrow acquainted with the deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Let me tell you something. 
when Jesus was on the cross, a lot of people turned their back on him. They didn't believe in him. Man, he had performed healings, miracles, raising the dead. All these people that Jesus was feeding, he fed 5,000, 4,000. And when they get to estimate, because they only count men at this time, it's maybe up to 15 to 10,000 people that he fed just by the power of prayer. Let me tell you something, family. I got to stop right there because I got to let you know. If you want something to change in your world, you need to be praying. You need to be talking to God. Let me tell you something. The most effective weapon on the face of the earth is the power of prayer. Let me tell you something. When you begin to talk to God and you begin, begin to invite God into your world, guess what happens? God shows up. He begins to fight for you. He begins to give you comfort. Guess what? He'll keep you through the storm. Let me tell you something. God said, I'll be with you in the fire, the floods, and the storm. That's what God said. He said he would be with you in the midst of all your pain and hurt, sorrows, tribulations. God is right there. Hallelujah, family. I want you to understand in Isaiah 53, this is over 700 years before he's born, and they're talking about him. They're explaining what his life is about, what is going to happen to him. Like I told you, on that day on the cross, if you go back and you look at the scriptures, guess what? A lot of people didn't realize that that was God on the cross. They didn't realize that he was saving mankind from themselves. He was redeeming us back from Satan. That's what he was doing on the cross. Let's go back to verse 3. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrow, acquainted with the deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Let me tell you something, man. They didn't, man, they just stopped. Man, they just was just, they just jammed Jesus up. But guess what? All the time, he's doing the work of the Father. He's fighting for mankind. Hallelujah. Here we go, Father. I want you to see it. In verse 4, yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were punishment from God. Guess what? They thought when he was on the cross, they thought, guess what? He was being punished for the things that he had done. Little did they know. Guess what? It was the other way around. He was on the cross for you and me. Hallelujah. To give us eternal life, to put us in right relationship with God, where we have the right to say Abba, which means Father. I want you to see it again. I want you to see in verse 4, it says, yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God. Did you hear that? That's what they was thinking in those days. They thought, hey, man, he just being punished. for. Hey, he was man like he was the son of God. He was saying this and saying that. They didn't know that he was being persecuted. He was being beat down because he was the son of God. And that he was getting ready to defeat Satan and give me and you the right to be children of God. Here we go. I want you to see it. Now, here we go. I want you to see it. Here we go. In verse 5, but he was pierced for our rebellion. Did you hear that? It says this, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. Did you hear that? He was crushed and beat down for the things that, guess what, that we done. Hallelujah. Here we go. I want you to see it again, verse 5. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. Did you hear that? Hallelujah. Let me stop there, family. I keep trying to tell you. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, guess what? It's on God's heart and mind just as well. As you can see, God's plan was to save mankind through his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is on the cross. Everybody is just talking smack around him. They laughing. He's being beat. He's being punched. He's been doing all kinds of things. But all the time, like I said, family, when Jesus is on the cross, he's interceding for the people. 
God forget them, for they don't know what they do. The other guy, hey, you'll be with me in paradise today. All the time, that's what he's doing. Just talking, praising, and going through agony. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? For me and you. Hallelujah. Let's keep on going, family. It says this. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. Did you hear that? Boy, if you understand this, boy, by his stripes, by the blood that came from Jesus Christ, you and I are healed today. Hallelujah. We can claim it by faith. We can claim it by the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm pumped up, family. Once you know I'm pumped up, I want you to see it. It says this. Here we go. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of all. Yet God said, son, I need you to go down to earth. I need you to rescue them because they need rescue. You're the only one that can do it. Jesus said, Father, know what Jesus said? He said, not my will, but thy will be done. Hey, as he knew that he was going to the cross to suffer for mankind, every sin was going to be laid upon him. Did you hear that? Every sin was going to be laid upon him. But what he was going to do, he was going to be on that Christ cross fighting for you and me. That's what he was doing. Redeeming us, putting us back in right relationship with God. Did you hear that? It says, all of us like sheep have strayed away. We had left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. Did you hear that? Jesus on the cross for you and me. People that day had the wrong view. They thought he was being punished. They didn't know that he was doing it for them. Hallelujah. Here we go. It says this. Uh, you know, if you go in the gospel, you find it says that, that, you know, that Jesus Christ on the cross, that man, it says that in the holies of holies, the curtain ripped from the top to the bottom. Meaning that guess what? We had access to God. We didn't need a high priest to do it no more. We could talk to God. Let me tell you something, family. If you get in the circumstances too big for you, begin to cry out to God, say, God, hey, you said. If I call upon you, you would be there for me. You said all those who call upon the name of the Lord shall not be ashamed to get it. Here we go. I want you to see it. Verse 7. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. See, sometimes, friend, when you get into struggles, you get into battles. Sometimes you want to take that battle on your own. But the word of God says what? Give no place to wrath. Give no place to vengeance. It's God who avenges. Let me tell you something. Jesus kept his mouth closed. And guess what? As he on the cross, as he go down to the grave, as he go defeat Satan, but when he come back up because he kept his mouth closed, God reward him, gave him all authority, all power. Guess what? On the earth, in the heavens, up under the earth. Understand this. There's no place where Jesus doesn't have dominion and power. Hallelujah. Get excited, family. You got to know that. You got to know that the God that you serve, how powerful he is, and that he sits at the right hand of the Father, making intercessions for you and me. Did you hear that? I want you to see it. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep is silent before the shears. He did not open his mouth, unjustly condemned. Did you hear He ain't did nothing. Now, then I tell you the two malefactors one say, Hey, we deserve what happened to us, but this man hadn't did nothing. Did you? This is 700 years before his birth. Here we go. 
I want you to see it. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said it where he was led like a lamb to the slaughter and a sheep is silent before the shears. He did not open his mouth, unjustly condemned. He was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants. Did you hear? Woo-hoo, boy, I'm on edge right now. Let me tell you something, family. I got to say it. I'm going to say it so you know it. Whatever's on your heart, Whatever's on your mind, guess what is on God's heart, man, right now? Well, you can take that to the bank. Here we go. I want you to see it. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in mysteries, but he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong. And me, oh, well, I got to stop. I got, oh, see, I got happy. Here we go. I want you to see it. It says this. I want you to see it. No one cared that he died without descendants. Did you hear that? No one cared it, that he died without descendants. That his life was cut short in midstream, but he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He has done no wrong and had never deceived anyone. Did you hear that? Man, that was God's perfection on earth. Did you hear that? Jesus' perfection on earth. Did you hear that? It says this. And he never deceived anyone, but he was bruised like a criminal. He was Put in a rich man's grave. Let me tell you something. That's prophecy. Because that was the guy who had a tomb set up for himself. Rich man. And guess what he did? He gave it to old Jesus. Hey, put him in, put him in my, put him in my grave. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Boy, that's God talking seven years before he was even born. Here we go. I want you to see it. He had done no wrong, and he never deceived anyone, but he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. This is how you know that God is real. You see here in prophecy being fulfilled 700 years before he's even born, but it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. It was all God's plan. Let me tell you something. God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. We don't know what God is doing and what God is working out in our lives, but we got to know that God is fighting for you and me. Hallelujah. All the time. Here we go, family. Yet, when his life is made as an offering for sin, he was the perfect lamb, the perfect sacrifice. His life was nothing but an offering. He was born in a manger because guess what? He would be considered to be last off, that he would be the perfect lamb without blemish that would redeem man back into right fellowship with God. Hallelujah. Here we go. It says he will enjoy a long life and the Lord's good plans will prosper in his end. When he sees all the compliments by his anguish, he would be satisfied. Understand this. Everything Jesus was doing was doing it for you and me. Hallelujah. Doing it for you and me. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous. Because of, guess what? Well, my name, your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. Hey, we got eternal life to look for, to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. Did you hear that? To be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. Here we go, family. He said, I will give the honor of a victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death. Let me tell you something. Jesus paid the price, family. They had the wrong view of the cross, but Jesus was fighting for you and me. Here we go, family. He was counted among the rebels. He bore the sins of many and made intercession for Rebels, did you hear that? That's what Jesus Christ did, family. Let's close and pray. You see, old Danny happy, pumped up, baby. Let me tell you something, family. You got to know that God is fighting for you. You got to know that, guess what? By his stripes, that you are here, that they had the wrong view of the cross when he was on the cross. They didn't know 
that it was going to be victory for you and me. Hallelujah. Let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, name your son, Jesus Christ. I just thank you for that. I ask you to bless your people all around the world. God, I ask you to restore that you would do it for me, Father, that you would just bless your people, that you would show up for them, Father, in the midst of their circumstances and situations. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, man, family. I got to get up over out of here, boy. I'm pumped up. I'm on edge. If I had wings, I would fly. I love you. I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye-bye, family.